What is up, my loves? It is Lala Kent. With Randall. And we are back for the third week in a row. Yes, of our new contract. We have a new one-year healthy and vibrant contract. (laughs) Brought to you by Westwood One. I love it. So since the last time we did this thing, I was waiting to see where I would place with my book. Yes. So I'm not a New York Times bestselling author yet. Well, I want to add that the first week you're the not. The first week. But a lot of people get on the second and third week. So Right, waiting. which I wish I would have known that because I definitely wouldn't have put so much pressure on myself. You know, I would have been like, oh, fuck it. If I don't make it the first week, fuck it. But I had <laughs> no would, idea. You have to go to that level. Fuck it. Yeah. So but I had no idea. So I just thought like I didn't make it. And then everyone was like, well, I didn't make it the first week either. The second week I was like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> there's a second week. They're like, yeah, there's actually a month that you could go without making it and then make it. So um, I am, however, a national bestselling author. So we we made one of the lists. I think there's like a million in one list, but I made like a good one. So that's great. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. <laughs> You're welcome. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So I feel great about it. Um, I'm still promoting the book. If you have not gone out to purchase your copy or ordered online, <laughs> whoa! Calm the fuck that was down. Funny as fuck. What? Where can they find your book, Lala? Wait, I'm supposed to have a podcast and I'll promote my own shit? That's the whole reason we have a podcast. So why are you laughing? I think it's funny. God, you're such a punk. You know what? I'm a punk you right now. Um, back to me. <laughs> if you have not ordered your copy or gone out to purchase your copy of my book, Give Them Lala, make sure you fucking do that. Please. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Yeah. All right. All right. No, right first along. of all, first of all, I just want to add, <clears throat> and I... No, clearing your throat on the mic. I'm begging you. <clears throat> Ow, Randall. He's everywhere so... I go, Tim, everywhere I go, I have rules. When I walk in the bathroom, I have to pick up the towels that I drop on the floor. When I come to the office where we are here in our podcast studio, I can't clear my throat. Next, she's going to tell me I cannot breathe. Don't say it. Don't say it, Lala. Lala, <laughs> bite your tongue. All right, listen, I, wanted, I was going to say something nice, and then you just told me basically to stop breathing. You smiled when I said that. What I wanted to Hold say on. the other day, this was really funny. I was so proud of myself. He was like coming for me, right? Or no, I was coming for him. Wait, wait, let's totally right. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Let's start that story over. I was I knew something sounded wrong about that. Let's I was try it coming again. for him. I was telling him what to do as per usual. And he looks at me and he's like, You think that if I like rammed my head into that wall hard enough, like it may knock me out to like the point of no return. I was like, we can only hope we can only fucking hope. Why and don't people, you give it a try? And people, and people wonder the behind the scenes romanticism going on. In no, I trolls. talked about it today. I was like, Randall and I bicker often. Like we never have, we rarely have huge explosive, like game changing. No. Arguments. We don't have those. But it's a constant bicker. But at least our rugs are flat. There's nothing piling up under there. You know? <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to try to get this compliment out now after all that. I was trying to say to you that I know you put a lot of uh, attention into making certain lists. And what I wanted to say to you, and I've said it to you before, is that you're 30 years old and you have a top-selling national bestseller book. 
And I think that in itself is a win, just writing the book on top of making even that accolade. And I think sometimes you don't give yourself the credit. So I do hope going forward, you're kinder to yourself because I think it's a huge accolade to have a book. I, there's many people, including myself, who I consider I've done some pretty cool things in life that doesn't have a book. So bravo and my hat's off to you. Thank you, baby. I appreciate that. I'm very proud. Definitely. Okay. So pivoting, pivot. we're pivoting, <laughs> we're, pivot. we're pivoting. Um, let's talk about what is going on in the world today in the tea world, not our real life world in the Lala. Is there any tea we should know about that? Your fans definitely like to know about. And Tim and I are too old to know about. Well, Today, it was just announced that BravoCon is coming back yes. October 2021. Wow. It is on and popping. And for those of you who missed out on BravoCon in 2019, you missed out. It me, was lit. And let me say this. I didn't know what the fuck BravoCon was. I know that I was in the middle of promoting Irishman. And I remember being in Santa Barbara and I came back to L.A. Lala's like, you must come support me, be there for me. I'm like, of course, babe. So I went to the premiere, got on a plane, went to BravoCon, arrived, not knowing, and I, I'm being really serious, I not knowing what I was walking into. I thought it was like maybe a little convention that she goes up on the stage and says, hi, I'm Lala, and a few people show up. Over 10,000 people attended. I can't remember an exact number. That may no, be exaggerated. No, I read it in the New York it, Post and Deadline. That's oh, what they said. okay. Well, there, so there were a lot. Over, over 10,000, like I think total through the whole like conference. By the way, first year, this year, probably double. But what, Tim, well, the craziest th thing is, and this is when I knew, wow, this is this, these reality shows, this network, Bravo, these all these shows, you know they're big and you know they're like you see the attention people give them. But you don't really know unless you kind of see, like you see the fans and the attention these different reality stars get. I got out of a taxi to pull up to meet you at that theater and there was a line of maybe 300 people like waiting to get into this 800 seat theater. That's Here, crazy. And, and here's here's the best part of it all. I swear to you. I went to the stage door. And Lala goes, go to the stage door. Somebody will meet you. They'll have a pass for you to go in. So I, I get out of the taxi. There's 300 people. They're waiting to see the, the cast go up on stage. I get out of it. I swear to you. And I was I hadn't even appeared on your show at this point. I don't think. Right. Uh, no, no, no. So I, so I was just I was just fiance. You know, just yeah. like with, with, you know, anyway, get out of the taxi and they are screaming. And at first I'm like, who this, where's, where's the, the, and they're screaming my name. La Randall, Randall, Randall. And I go, what the fuck's going on? Like these people know who I am. I, I'm fucking the, the boy toy. It was very, uh, what did I say to you? I was very impressed because I could not believe the, I mean, the fanaticism of your show is pretty. No, it's like a, it's a Bravo cult. Like people are obsessed and yeah. I get it because I've been watching Bravo for years, like since. Before Vanderbilt. Oh, since like OC Housewives came yeah. out and they've been on for like 15, 16 years. So it's only grown since then. Obviously, you know, we have BravoCon where it's every Bravo celebrity that's ever graced the channel. I mean, below deck, Housewives, all of them. I mean, it was crazy. But but the craziest part, like I was with Bo at that time, and Stassi's husband, right? And and Bo and I were in the audience. We weren't participating, obviously, and we were like there getting drinks at the bar, right? And we couldn't walk him. I mean, swear to you, we couldn't walk from the bar up to our seats without. I mean, obviously they know him really well, but but I mean they they knew me, which I was shocked. So 
it just shows you that not only do they know the cast, the permanent cast, the, but they know everything about each cast member and their personal lives, which I just thought is shocking because I don't think movie stars, you know, having had lunch and dinner with different, you know, people in our industry, it's different, the fanaticism. Your fanaticism is super intense and high level and they're passionate and they really love you guys. So, Well, I think it's because they've watched us for so long and you feel like, you know, like they feel like they're our friends, which, you right. know, like they do know us. Yeah. Right. You know, they've watched us go through the highs and the lows. They've watched us get really drunk. And then they've watched <laughs> us like this season we'll be having babies. So they really go through True. life with us. It's pretty incredible. And I think BravoCon was the first place where I always, I've always known like I'm a part of a show that people watch and are into. Right. Um, but that was the first place where like people were chanting, give them Lala. And I was like, holy shit, this is really cool. Like I used to amazing. think about these moments when I was like sitting on the couch in Utah and now it was like an out of body experience. So the fact that we get to go back after coming off of a, you know, lockdown in a worldwide pandemic that we're going back to have BravoCon. Which is amazing. It's going to be epic. And it's going to be such a celebration of like fun and 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 just partying and just enjoying. It's going like, to be so much fun and litness. I can't wait. I'm going to be lit off my ass. But I want to say, <laughs> but, but I'll drink for both of us. But I want to say, Tim, the craziest end of BravoCon for me was the last night, I guess, the Vanderpump Rules closing party and we were in the same theater and we were up on this balcony and there were thousands of people there and they were screaming for law screaming for the rest of the cast it was it was just so amazing to see the love that your show gets and all of you as cast members it's pretty neat so i'm making you go with me this year to just watch the hype it's just okay. it's really cool really cool <laughs> tim's not gonna pass up a new york city trip no and it's like full force drink fest. Yeah, Tim, you'll fit right in. Yeah, I, I could, I could see myself there. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's like, I, I could see myself having fun there. Yeah. So on that note of talking about all things Lala <laughs> and what's happening with me in my neck of the woods, uh, let's take a break. We'll be back. You guys, it is finally shorts and t-shirt weather. My favorite kind of weather. Time to put the jackets and sweaters in the back of the closet where they belong. And if you're like me, I know you want to update your look for the summer, but you don't want to break the bank in the process. That's where Quince comes in. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking so chic all summer long. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all those savings on to us. I am wearing my Quince cashmere tee again today, and I have no shame. I got the cream color. It's so soft. It's so comfy. So chic. Almost as soft as the Quince waffle towels that I got to put in Palm Springs. We all are obsessed with those towels. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. 
I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part, zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless, and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique under-lash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Manis have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold. And that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Manis and Impress No Glue Press on Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now. So get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala. And use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. All right, we're back, bitches. So why? So I want to tell our audience, listeners. our listeners, yeah. that today is a special day. I'm okay. going to let you introduce the guest, but I just want to set it up. So we have not had a guest as our third episode because we wanted to wait. We wanted our first guest to be somebody that we both thought was representative of just something that would be somebody I respect, somebody you respect, somebody that's cool, that's talented, that just embodies like what our podcast, we hope the kind of talent we can bring to the table right. since you and I are not, well, you're as cool, but I'm not. I was so. going to say, oh, I thought you were going to say someone who's <laughs> talented unlike us. I was like, I didn't say that. I thought you were going in that direction. <laughs> but the person that we're bring, the person that we're bringing on is by far not only a friend and, and, and a real friend. I just got to work with him on a film I finished, and we're doing a bunch of other projects. But he's also an incredible, iconic musical performer and actor and brand person like you, Law. And I just think that he's very special. So. Am Tell I a brand person? You are. I like that. All what you, right. What do you mean you're a brand person? You have like right. four companies. I like that. I like being a brand person. Anyway, <laughs> we have Quavo as our guest <laughs> today. <laughs> From the Migos. Right. And I have been obsessed with Migos and I, I love Quavo as well. But Migos, since they came out with the song Handsome and Wealthy, I don't know if you know that song. I don't. I know. It's fabulous. It's Handsome and Wealthy? The song is called... Handsome and Wealthy? Yeah. So he wrote it for me. <laughs> he wrote it for Holy you. Holy shit. When he gets here, I'm going to tell Quavo, <laughs> thank you. And you must have wanted to work with me in the movie business. So you wrote me as, as a song. Wow. Let's hear it. <laughs> it's so good, Can you guys. Just... And it takes me right back to my Olympic apartment getting oh. so fucked up before I went out dressed like a skank. And it was the best time ever. So we really have to go to those details. Olympic, <laughs> yes. apart, by the way, I could have taken Olympic apartment with a period. I didn't need the rest. Have you heard this song, man? Hold on. Well, he wrote it for me. Hold on. It's so good. I can't even. Yeah. I get high feet of this song. You know it or no? Yeah, I've heard it. Oh my God. It's, it's so good. good. But I know the Justin Timberlake one better. 
All right. So okay. you know the Justin Timberlake. Okay. One. So so what's great about Quavo is this is like a Grammy nominated superstar sold un- uh, endless amounts of albums works with every big artist in collaborating so i'm really excited to hear his story because his story of how the migos came together for me is like kind of that rags to riches story you know what i mean like you started in high school together they were friends in high school the three of them right one of them's his cousin it's just it's such a family we were broke our our other cousin took us from club to club for a hundred bucks a night he told me that's amazing i mean the whole thing and i just want him to share that with us because that's a really special story because it doesn't happen like that for everybody and and he was just so hungry it's like like you lot at such a young age and myself to get in the business and be successful and here he is so i'm excited when we bring him on after the segment you and me both i want to know like when he was a young kid coming up, like what kind of music was he listening to? Obviously he was big into hip hop, but I want to know like, who was your go-to artist that you were just like, Oh my gosh, th- he's the reason why I have to make this happen and who he wanted to work with. Because a lot of these rappers, you know, that he probably grew up listening to are still around. And could you imagine being like this young kid saying, I want someone like Drake. I want to work yeah. with him. And yeah. then you're just fucking listening, like working with yeah. Drake. How it's amazing. Crazy? It's got to be amazing. I, I think those are great questions. Because I think, I think that's got to be amazing. You're this young kid in high school and you dream, you're inspired by these artists. And then three, four or five years later, you're working with these artists. It's, it's very strange to me. And I'll tell you, I was doing a uh, while and out. I think this was a couple years ago because yeah. it was before the pandemic. And I did it with this kid, these two kids. Uh, Lil, uh, Lil TJ and another kid named Polo G. Okay. And they're young. And I just remember them performing. And then, you know, a couple months later, they just blew the fuck up. Okay. And it is incredible to see these young kids come from places that are very different from where I come from and nothing stopped them from getting to where they are. Like it's very inspiring. So I'm super hyped to have Quavo on. I, I I think it's I think it's gonna be and now like is he coming or like is he gonna roll up in the Rari soon? Room room Lambo. He has a Lambo. Oh, he might have a Rari too. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But the, but but when I first met him the first time, and, and people don't know this, he starred, co-starred in my Robert De Niro, John Malkovich movie that I'm editing right now called Watch Me in a River. And when I first met him in L.A., he came to the office in this in just epic purple. Lamborghini. He's just I think he had his own name on his car. And I he was did. like, that's everything that I want. <laughs> on the side. <laughs> that was so sick. Yeah, he's he's uh he's a cool guy. I, yeah. I have to take some lessons. Well, Randall told me the other day he was like, Hey, I'm in Miami. And I'm about to not that I didn't know he was in Miami. I knew Randall <laughs> was in Miami. <laughs> he didn't just call me and tell me he was there. He was in Miami, yeah. he calls me and he's like, Hey, I think I'm gonna go have dinner with Quavo. Randall sends me a picture. I call him immediately and was like, we have to get you some swag, bro. Like the, these yeah, outfits. She was very upset. <laughs> like she was I, very upset. I was very upset. By the way, Quavo never said that my outfit's whack. He, 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 Quavo thinks I'm cool. Well, I'm telling you as your wife that you, we got to step your game up. Step it up? Yeah. Okay, so does that mean we there, have to go shopping? Yeah, we got to go shopping. And there are times where he dresses like super well. And I'm like, how does this happen? Why? How is it such a hit or miss? <laughs> because I don't give a fuck. That's what it is. That's what's hot and you about gotta also, it. And you got to also remember, most of my life, I'm either in the office with my 
coworkers, or I'm on a movie set with 120 other people who don't give a fuck. By the way. And we're trying to make a film. Whether you have the swag, you have the swag in your DNA. That's why I fell for you and, you know, I had a baby with you because you have swag from the core. We just got to get the outside, like, more nice and tight because randall's into just function and not form Mm -hmm. it's like as long as it covers my body parts it works you know yeah (laughs) attention to zero detail i don't care oh 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 how can we not forget the latest tea how can what is it what's the latest are you serious no james fucking kennedy and raquel are engaged I know. Epic. Epic. We were there. I know we were. And it was fucking. Well, I was there. I was there too. <laughs> you weren't there. I was there. <laughs> he wasn't there. Why he, are you saying I wasn't there? Because you left and well, missed. Well, I left to go the, to dinner and yes. I came back but he for the missed, second part. He missed like <laughs> the engagement. Like the big and everyone. I didn't know they were getting engaged. Nobody knew. Yeah. But, but it's he, okay. It's okay. We're not going to get into the. No, I had can't. to go to a dinner, but I'm going to say this. I was there, and then I wasn't there, and then I came oh, back, and they listen, were engaged. He's so he's having the worst FOMO. Did you see that? He was like, "I was there." It's like, no, you weren't. <laughs> you weren't there. I was there for the second fireworks show. So fuck <laughs> off, James. I was there, and you know I was there. Do you have a ring on your wedding finger? Yeah. Wow, Timbo, you see that? I got that for him. I see that now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is so annoying that we keep calling each other fiancés. Like, we're so past that. <laughs> what are you then? <laughs> fiancés. <laughs> no, no. We're fiancés with a ring. <laughs> Fiancé plus. No, we, she told me that we're not calling each other fiancé anymore. Because I'm calling you my husband. Yeah, I don't so even so, care so anymore. So we're, we're calling each other as a wife. Now we do everything it, that a husband and wife do, except we, have, we don't have the paper that makes it extremely difficult to right. walk away. Yeah, but... Which but, I think is even bigger because it's like, wow, we like really want to be together. Because we're fighting. Well, our really wedding got hard. canceled. Here's the thing: we have we have a lot of uh, trauma from the three canceled weddings, uh, the three sets of invitations, traumatized, the traumatized, and we, we with the fourteen different dates, with the different things, with the different registries. So we just want to get through the pandemic, let life return back to what it will be, hopefully in twenty twenty two, and then we'll resume that uh, movement. But for now, like she said, we we have planned more weddings, Lala and I. Than people would do in a whole lifetime. <laughs> That's so annoying. I mean, we I'm literally plan three weddings. We plan three weddings to each other the three times. Yeah. The part that I'm most excited about that it didn't happen in April is that now our baby is going to be at the wedding. And by yeah. the time it happens, she's probably going to be walking and she can walk down the aisle. She can be the uh, flower girl. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So. That's the silver lining. His that is little nice. baby O. Yes, and and that's going to be really beautiful. And second of all, let's wrap up this segment because I do want to bring up Ocean. I would like to bring up Ocean because you are eight weeks. We just had the two month birthday for yeah. Ocean. Yep. And I just want to take my hat off and tip it to you <laughs> that you are a badass mother. You have crushed it. I, you have been there every second and listen i know all mothers are superheroes all mothers are wonder woman i'm not taking away from any other mother out there but you're the mother of my child right so you're my superwoman and i just want to tell you that i'm so proud 
of the woman that you are and have always been, but seeing you with Ocean, holy shit. <laughs> I mean, you are, I mean, you change diapers like, I mean, like, like, like Clark Kent goes into a Superman guy. Like, like, I mean, the, I, I mean, the baby boom. And before I could even like look, it's like new diapers. <laughs> Wipey, wipey diaper, wipey diaper, uh, swaddle, swaddle. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I mean, the swaddle happens in seconds. Before, I never figured that out. The swaddle. Listen, let me tell you about the Velcro swaddle. Yeah, the the, no, the normal swaddle no, no, is she, intimidating. No, not for you, not for you. But I'll tell you something. Even when she says, "Go get the swaddle," I'm thinking, "Oh, you know what? I'm going to throw up that swaddle. I'm going to hit it this time with the wrap. I'm going to, I'm going to show her how I do it this time. The swaddle." And uh, as I'm laying the baby down, even start, she looks over and she's so irritated that I, it's taken me five minutes to even put one thin layer over that she just all done. Here's the thing. He's great at all of it, but I'm such a control freak that even if it's a little off oh, like, no. the way I oh. would do it, then it's like, get the fuck out of here. I'll take over. Yeah. yeah. She's very, yeah, very controlled. But the thing, but that's good because uh, our daughter is swaddled at the highest level. She's 10 out of 10. She's killing the game She's, Little Ocean. That's great. No one puts me in check quite like Baby O. She like fucking puts me in check with that scream. I'm telling you what. I've, <laughs> I've gone toes with some people. I've never gone toes with someone quite like Ocean. Yeah, Ocean. She will fuck your shit up. Oh, if Ocean's, in, if Ocean's not happy, everyone's not happy. Yeah. So our whole goal is... Let's get Ocean really calm and smiling. Yeah. Let's feed her. And when we're done feeding her, let's just love her till she. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's totally what it is. Yeah. But Ocean, but Ocean now, now after two months is slowly starting to come out of the scream phase and she's really starting to get a new routine, which is really nice. Tim. We took her swimming. Either, we took it, her swimming. She hated that. Because the pool was cold. But in yeah. the bathtub, she rocks it. Oh, she rocks it. Yeah. Did either of your kids go through a screaming phase? Yeah, and which, then they got out of it, and now one of them came back into a screaming phase. Wait, which one? Darcy? Darcy. Darcy's just tough. Like instantaneously screams, like if her <laughs> shirt doesn't feel right, yeah, Darcy, or Darcy, her sock isn't on how right. How old I is mean, she? Darcy's a diva. Darcy the diva. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's she's, awesome. Though. She's three. She used to be the calmest no, child. Darcy, no. Darcy runs when, the show now. When she, like, up until she was about two. She just, you put her down to sleep at seven o'clock. Yeah. She wouldn't come out of bed until oh. you got her at eight in the morning. That's wow. a win. That's it a was win. amazing. That's and then a she win. turned two and like a terrible twos. Terrible, terrible, terrible twos. twos. And now terrible she's three. Twos. She's still stuck. I mean, she's really sweet, but yeah, the screaming. <laughs> the screaming I've, wa I've, I've watched your kids. Yeah. I babysitted your kids an entire night. Yes, you Lala did. and I both did. You had a birthday and you and your wife, you know, you wanted to surprise her and take her away. And and you couldn't do it because you didn't have help that night. And I said I would volunteer with Lala. I volunteered both of us. And um, and then you dropped the kids off. And when you surprised your wife, she called us crying that she couldn't believe that she was getting a date night. Remember, it was that? very nice. Of course, yeah. I remember Thanks, that. Guys. I love your kids though. I yeah, think they're, they're sweet. awesome. Very sweet. Um. Wow. So even though can Darcy talk at three? She, yeah. She so then, talk. do you ask her why are you screaming your head off? Yeah, and she's she, her answer is always it's too tight. It's too tight. <laughs> <laughs> I love little Darcy. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. so uh, I can expect it to end and then start back up. Yeah, terrible. Exactly. I, I think Ocean's really starting to chill now, and it's so fun seeing her smile and starting to really like see us and all that, and it's really beautiful. And I think that you know we will have a year and a half of peace, and then 
you know, terrible twos, and we'll just have to get ready. Break. She's a diva, baby. She is a diva. But I love her so much. Like, even when she's screaming her head off, I really, really, like, well, I've never in my life. I'm like, you're just the cutest thing I've ever seen. I want to finish this segment with saying something that I told you so, and here it is to your audience. Lala told me that she could never love a child like her dogs. Now, no. Lala loved her dog, <laughs> specifically Lily, because Lily gets all the favoritism. No, Lily her. is the only one that I s- compared. Anyway, I will finish yeah. this statement. Okay. You looked me in the face many times and believed what you were saying. I said, Lala, there's no version. Like a lot of dog lovers tell me this. A lot of them before they have. Even my sister. My sister loved her dog like a child. And she has two kids now and barely knows the dog's name anymore. Right. And you said that to me about Lily. And the second, and I'm saying, this is how crazy. I want your audience to know this. The second... Um, uh, Ocean. Ocean came out within, I'd say, 15 seconds from cutting the umbilical cord and handing it to you. Yeah. The first thing out of your mouth was, I don't think I could love anybody the way I love Ocean. Actually, and- I know for a fact I could never love anybody or anything as much as I love Ocean. And you, and the other line after that you said, which I don't think you remember because you know it was all intense and all that. You said, my heart has never been this full. Yes. Ever. Yeah. And I turned into a sobbing mess. But you know, I've come to the I've come to terms with I only know how to express emotion two ways. <laughs> Screaming or sobbing. Yeah, you that's know? it. You only have two gears. Uh, only two gears. No. And I'm okay with that. And I think once I came to grips with that and it was like whatever, I felt much better well, about th- life. You know, it's like I'm sorry that I called you this name. Can't guarantee I won't call you that again though. <laughs> It's like, it feels so freeing to be able to say that, you know? I, I, I would say this. I would say that when you sign up for the Lala program, whether you're the friend or the spouse, you have to know going in, if I'm going to be Lala's friend, like I forget me, but other people around you, you're either signing up for the crying or the screaming program. And as long as you know that that's part of the friendship, then you're defined. But you also sign up for if anyone fucks with you. Oh, you'll just... You cry I'll, or scream at them. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's Maybe more she screams. I think it's more <laughs> right. screaming. More screaming. But I, I will say, I'm not going to say you're softer, but you are. I think that since you've had Ocean, you know what it is? Your uh, patience for outside things affecting you has dropped. Like you're much more... It takes you a lot more to go to a 10 than it used to. You know what right. I'm saying? Because you're all... I think you're just... Your heart is so full... And you're not as on edge, let's just say, right? I mean, is that a fair statement? Yeah. You know, who knows, though? She's only two months old. You know, I could definitely, I could definitely uh, step back into old ways very quickly. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to be okay with that. Good. You know? All right. On that note, I'm going to pivot to the break. All right. Let's take a break. And after this message, we'll be back with Quavo. I have been very transparent with you guys about my hair struggles between the pregnancy hormones and bleaching it all the time. I have been having some serious hair issues. And now with baby number two on the way, I'm already being proactive about my hair thanks to Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And I am definitely one of those people. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. 
You can take the Nutrafol hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Because I know we are all different and we're on different hair journeys. Nutrafol makes building a hair growth routine super easy. Purchase online, no prescription required. You get free shipping and automatic deliveries so that you never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering Give Them Lala listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code LALA. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LALA. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LALA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, babes? We are back with Quavo. Yeah. What the fuck? Yes, sir. What's happening? What's happening? I'll be honest. I had no idea that this was really going to pop off. And here you are lighting a blunt at my fucking... Podcast table. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> got, got, I got to be comfortable, you know? Yeah. No, I dig it all. Say, let's do it. We got to do it. Let's do it. And by the way, I think this is Quavo. Am I right? This is your first podcast ever? Yeah, this is my first podcast. Whoa! We got I bro- love it. So look, I just want to I just want to get to it because we don't have a lot of time. Quavo's busy guy. He's dropping a new album. He's doing all this crazy stuff that he does. He- Quavo, tell everybody how you started because I know a little bit of backstory, but like you were in uh, high school. How did, yeah, how did we, it come together? We started out the basement um, of my house uh, on the north side of Atlanta. And it came from just a laptop, basement, mic, and um, computer, and three guys, and and we just grind and we worked and we just made music. And all of us grew up from the same. We all from the same high school, so I've been knowing all my guys since um, eighth grade, like on on a friendship level. But like the group, the guys in the group, that's my cousin and, and oh, it is and my nephew, yeah. Wow. So, but how does it? How, okay, so you're in high school. Everybody wants to be in a band. Everybody wants to start music, but not everybody does it at your level. Yeah. So how does it like? How does the trajectory go from high school to record deals and and, and collaborating with people like Justin Timberlake? How does just, uh, Justin Bieber? Justin Bieber. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did one with Justin Timberlake. Okay. Yeah, but we, we <laughs> Shout out. That, we'll call that a manifestation. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was like, you dumbass. <laughs> but um, yeah. So uh. The music just was just was being like super super like magnetic, you know what I'm saying? Like super attractive and and it was like every time we dropped a song, whether in high school, whether it was about football, whether it was about like just some some high school shit, it would just be like the song of the school. So it, we just kept doing that, kept doing it, and it turned to magic. But it started like from just us dropping off a a drinking and some songs and, and smoking with the DJ and just locking in and taking over our town. And then what and what happens? You start performing local venues. At what age does like your first like what we call success, I guess, right? When does that happen? Like when does that moment uh, happen? It's, it's most definitely when the song hit the radio. <laughs> when the songs hit the radio when it's like like locally, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when it's 
we playing a new record. We trying to break these artists. They 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 the youngest out of the um out of Atlanta, out of the north. And once everything started doing that, like going off the radio, and then Gucci Gucci man had uh, tweeted that he want to see us, he want to find us, and he will part of ten seventeen. Like that was that was really like life changing. After that, sky's the limit. Wow. Damn. So I I first started listening to you guys, which forgive me if if y'all were like on and popping way before this. I'm sure you were, but I remember being at my Olympic apartment uh, in LA and listening to Handsome and Wealthy on repeat and getting so white girl shwasted to that song oh, before yeah. I went out. That's most. That's one of the, you day one then. She right. okay. So. No, Quavo, she yeah. knows music. I'm like checked out old, but yeah. she's like loves. That was our oh. second, I think our second mixtape, No Label 2. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So you were so how, in it. How old are you? I'm 30. I just turned 30. Okay, so we're the same age. Who were you listening to when you were a young kid? I mean, I'm sure I'm sure you listened to the greats, but like, who do you remember when you think back and you're like, that's gonna happen for me? Uh, Gucci, Lil Wayne, uh, Gucci and Wayne. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, just really Gucci and Wayne, like really inspired, like on an inspired, inspiration level. Like, yes, they inspired me. And once I seen that, I just knew I, that was my place. And how does how does working with family? Because obviously, I know I because you did a movie with me, and yeah. you're acting. I talked about it before you came on about what, how talented you are in all mediums, and how you're just superstar across the board. And people are starting to see that crossover. But how does working with family music? Does it get? Is it easy? Is it does it make it easier? Does it make it harder? It's family, so most definitely you're gonna get the hard part. But when it's so easy, when it's going, when it's when it's going so good, yeah. you all automatically just know. That this family and I won't want to do it with nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, that loyalty factor like kind of kick in, and 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 outweighs the the feelings and us being mad. Like every time we, every time <laughs> anytime we argue, we just know at the end of the day we we're family. Yeah. Like it's right. Not, like you have the unconditional love factor, yeah. but I think you also because of the line of work you're in, you know when you have to put that part aside right. and say like it's about the bag before you know right. it's like right. i'm trying right. to get right. it right. you're trying to get it yeah. you know so That's i right. get that the bag can't, meaning can't. wait the bag meaning the money yeah you can't fumble it you can't fumble it don't fumble the bag you can't fumble the bag not okay. one bit quavo and i had the funniest moment and i want to know if you know this babe because i'm not really as cool right and him so Quavo taught me something. Okay. <laughs> so what is it? So people like when they get too fanatical within your own camp, like they're too much of a Lala fan or too much of a Quavo fan. Oh yeah, he calls it something, and I love. No, 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 not that. You, you did I do it wrong? wrong? I did it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I already fucked right, it. We love, we love, we love our fans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, okay. It's just like start say, it over. Start say, it over. Say for instance, you have a. Uh, <laughs> Say for instance, you got like a cleaning lady cleaning your house and she wanted to like take pictures of the plaques on the wall. And I have people, all the plaques people, on the wall. Let people know that <laughs> how my bed needs to be made. You know what I'm saying? Like something right, like right. that. Somebody and in then, your like, team. Yeah, Somebody in like, your team. She, and they're part of like the group. And so we call it grouped out. <laughs> what is it? Grouped out. <laughs> no, I've never. You're so teaching like, me something new. Say if I whip out the camera like right now, I'm just chilling with. Right, yeah. like, like, can't stop. Like I'm grouped out. I love it. You can't be grouped. And out. if you, you get grouped out, grouped if you out. get grouped out, you're out for good. Yeah. So it's like it's like it's like when you a famous person meet a famous person like like your favorite <laughs> famous person like in the world, and like you don't want to like 
Wait, Randall out, does so. that. No, I do it. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you I got grouped out. Randall I, is grouped out as fuck. No, no, I got <laughs> With Quavo. Are you out of your mind? I don't he know. He didn't group me out. He wouldn't come here if I got grouped out. You know what? You're using the word out of context. <laughs> I think I am. I'm going to tell you what grouped out is. Here it is. You have somebody in your team that works with you, and right. they are constantly like going off on like grabbing pictures right. and stuff. it would be like me being like hey i'm doing my podcast Quavo's here. right right and then every time and then every time quavo came to dinner or lunch or breakfast you're still posting that would be grouped out okay so <laughs> i i have this question yeah not for you rand don't nope. get too excited <laughs> i wasn't <laughs> okay. it's for quavo. you know what this is supposed to be a couple we're when, a couple when you were making music in the basement, was there somebody that you were like, I want to make music with, you know, this person one day, and that shit came true? Because you've worked with a lot of people. Yeah. You know, like Drake, which, by the way, if I ever worked with Drake, oh my. I get grouped out. I'd be grouped out. (laughs) Can you say, or will you get grouped out if you say? me? No, I don't get. Oh, I can't. He get can't get grouped out. Can't get He's Quavo. Oh, so I have to elevate my shit yeah, yeah. before I get. Wait, no. Can I say one thing about being grouped out? You, I don't think you can be grouped you out know, if you're a superstar. Yeah. I don't think so. Huh? I, I th- grouped out superstars. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just folks, like sometimes people just be overexcited, and like it's it's kind of you know what I'm saying just being like super overexcited. You can't get mad about being grouped out. It just you just know the person just super grouped out. It's not. You know what I'm saying? You can't just. Okay, let me ask you a question. Fire for being group. Let me ask a question. No, My, I want to know. Wait, I want to know who he worked oh, okay, with. Okay. Who, was like, who I want to work? Who who did I, who did I want to work with? Was, yeah, uh, that it came true. Jay Z and Beyonce for sure. That's who you want to work no, with, or who, who you did? Yeah, he did Wait, work with what? them. Yeah, yeah. When he's when Quavo, he works with yeah. everybody. Shut your mouth. It's I the, just it's the, it's uh ape ape shit. We did ape shit. The album off oh, their album. Oh my god. Yeah, that's Quavo. Yes. Shut. You say shut up again? No, I just, that is the rudest shit. I feel I've like ever. once I entered a certain part of my life, I just kind of crawled into a hole and had no idea what the fuck was happening <laughs> at all, ever. That's what so, happened when, you know what I'm saying, when, I, when my boy Randall put you up. Yep. Yes. Yes. So, just, and, <laughs> and that means you don't say shut up to the person you love. Okay. I wasn't or I'm going to group you out. <laughs> okay, what were you going to ask? No, I, I actually, I like that question because that's actually interesting that you... You look up, like we all do, to Jay-Z and Beyonce, right. and the next day you're working with them. That's spectacular. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that my nanny's grouped out. She takes a lot of pictures No, of the Randall, the, the nanny, the, the nanny's house out. manager, my house. the fucking masseuse. Yeah. I cannot. I told Randall, I was like, you got to stop. <laughs> okay. All right. Getting on to the thing. So let me. So a lot of people don't know because you just acted opposite Robert De Niro for me directing, for and, sure. that, and that was an amazing experience both for yes, me. Sir. What was it like for you? Like for me, I was I was obviously you know I've worked with Bob as a producer, but never as a director, and it was an incredible creative experience. We were there together, but for you as an actor, what was it like? Just your take. Oh, uh, that was fun. I didn't know. I didn't like. I didn't know like how the movie set works, like with times and putting being on the set, and it's crazy and like. <laughs> I started like to like like it because I guess I was in Puerto Rico or something, but I don't know. I, I was, <laughs> I, I, um, but like working yeah. with working with guys like Rob De Niro, bro, you grew grew up watching him and just the serious, just just how he take his business serious, you know what I'm saying? And like when I was saying my lines to him, he was looking at me like I was really like making him mad and like Right, because like his character, he hates you in the movie. Yeah. And you're a really bad guy in the movie, yeah. which is cool. But 
but you felt like when you're in that moment, he's because yeah, as a director, I watched you guys. Yeah, it's on. It's like his switch is like unbelievable. Yeah. So unbelievable. I was just soaking it all in, just soaking up game, and just seeing how, you know, what I'm saying he like his professionalism is. It, it was just it was it was fire. Yeah, that was your first movie ever. Uh, not, no, he, uh, not yeah, my first movie. But TV you've done. Yeah, TV I did. Yeah. That was my first film. Yeah, so. it was Damn, awesome. The first movie you ever do, it's Robert fucking De Niro. And John Malkovich. Damn. And Jack Houston. It was pretty yeah. cool. Jack Houston was awesome. Awesome. That's my really? dog. Shout out to Jack, man. We, we we had fun with Jack. Jack Jack was killing it. I mean, I've seen a couple clips that you guys have done, and it looked badass. Yeah. Right? No, it's, it's a special movie. I'm telling you, when we get it finished, it's you're going to be really proud. And Quavo, you crush it, and... And um, I know that we were moving fast, you know, every day. Yes. It was like, oh, my God. So they moving so fast. I'm like, are we getting the good shit? Yeah, they not saying anything when they told me that. No, I, 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 I you know, Quaver, the one thing I think you realize with me is like when I'm directing, if it's bad, I say it. But if yeah. I don't say anything, it's like on. Oh, no, you're going to let them know if it's bad. Yeah. And you were you and Jack, the things you guys did, people are going to be really impressed. I think audiences are going to come to this not knowing what to expect and then seeing you opposite De Niro, people are going to really, there's going to be a lot of love for you. It's you're, you're obviously, and I'm not, you know, uh, trying to group myself out here, but I'm being serious though. You, um, you really crushed the movie. I'm very proud to have worked with you. It's really great. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's so sweet, Rand. He's very talented. I mean, very, very lucky to have him in the film. No, I I can see it. And I've heard you're an athlete. You're fucking killing the game. Thank you so much for coming and doing this podcast, dude. You You and all your diamonds are always welcome. (laughs) Uh, And one last thing, you have a new album coming out. Yes. Should we know? Culture three. June 11th We uh, just dropped a date today And um, We finna go crazy And Randall finna shoot Amigos video Yes I'm yes, so sir. excited I'm gonna come and Twerk my flat ass Oh god <laughs> <laughs> Baby on the boob Twerking my flatty I can't Baby As long as you're there <laughs> All right, we're well, there supporting the game. We we it's, it's all love. Exactly, I love it's it. Never grouped out. <laughs> no, I I dig it. Well, thank you so much. Thank and you, Quavo. You guys can catch us next week on a new episode of Give Them Lala with Randall. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.